Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. This is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, aka Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 15th of March 2013, and this is episode 16. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. How, How are you doing today? Oh, I'm. No, no, I'm. I'll ask you. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I think we both had pretty busy weeks, so uh, you know it's good to take a break and talk about things. It is. It is. We've. I, I've been. Uh, I've been off of client work this week, and uh, and we're trying to finish up some of my own projects, uh, which has been. Uh, which has been hec- rather hectic because you know, I've only got a week to do it, so um, lots and lots of work going on all at once, which is a bit crazy. But that being said, you know we should uh, we should just go straight into the the, the fun stuff. So, uh, have we got any follow up today? We do have uh, one one bit of follow up, and that's SimCity. Ah, yes. As I'm sure you remember from last week, they uh, they had quite a bit of problems at launch. Yep. Um, and are still, you know, kind of having some problems. They're not quite, uh, not quite fixed yet. Um, the, I guess I, I don't, I don't know what, what her role is, but, um, sorry, sorry about this. I should know this off the top of my head. Let's see. The general manager. There you go. Uh, she had a, uh, I guess like a little Q and A session on Twitter. Right. Uh, to kind of uh, allay a lot of the, the, fears and answer some questions people were having um essentially said that you know look we, we didn't expect it to get this busy and this many people to to be on right um, uh saying that they've added i think since since last week they've added 12 new servers good. and you know which, which is good but, but you know it's one of those things they, they obviously should have had all these servers beforehand right <laughs> not not afterwards but also to say that they're, they're not offering any refunds uh, so there's really, you know, you, you bought it, you're stuck with it. Indeed. Um, and, and that there, there's no plans in the short term for it to go offline. As in, like, you know, playable offline. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that that's kind of, <laughs> those are kind of all the things that people were concerned about after having these issues. And, well, yeah, the server thing is nice. I think kind of all the other answers don't really help anybody. Like, you know, you don't, you don't go, oh, I'm still stuck with this and it's still not quite 100%. I don't feel that great still, you know. Right. Yeah, look, um I've I mean I've been I've been keeping in uh keeping on all of the SimCity uh news this week and it's yeah, it's been pretty um pretty dismal really. Uh it it only it it only got worse as the, uh, just after the after our uh after our podcast aired last week. Right. Uh so, you know, it 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 got worse with, you know, uh basically they, you know, they stripped a whole bunch of uh features out and stuff like that um to try and, you know, to try and make make things work a little bit better. Uh that being said, you know, a lot more people have been able to get on, but geez, uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of reveling in the fact that I didn't, you know, I didn't jump on, on this immediately and try and, and try to try and play it, uh, you know, because I, I feel like that even at this point, it's a waste of 80 bucks. Yeah. Now, the, the one, I guess, really positive thing that they are doing to kind of, uh, I guess, give back is if you have purchased the game, 
uh, they'll be, I think, uh, this, this upcoming week, um, they'll be giving away uh, a free game from their library. Okay. Uh, they, they haven't said what, what like the price point is or if it's going to be from a limited supply of games, but, you know, even, even if they give you a, you know, a $20 game for free, it's at least something. Um, yeah, I mean, that sort of thing is, is, is always nice. Uh, but I tell you what would have been really much nicer for this to be, for, for SimCity to come out and for there not to be this massive big uh, slew of issues that, uh, that that just occurred during during the launch. I mean, it was it was rather ridiculous, really, the the amount of uh, problems that they had. And look, I, I think I think that they could have done better. I think I think for them to uh, underestimate, you know, SimCity's fan base like that is just is is just not acceptable. I think. And, and not only that, they should have learned from when Diablo 3 came out and it ran into all these same problems. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, like, when you have one thing happens like that and, you know, Diablo 3 being as popular, a popular, as popular a game as it was, you know, almost everything about it was negative in the, in those first, you know, couple of days because of all these launch issues. They, they should have said, we, you know, we should spend as much money as we can to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. It, it, like, it should, it, it's one of those things, like, I, I can't, I can't fathom why they were not prepared. You know, you, you don't go, let's let's give as many servers as we think they'll use. You go, you know, let's give more servers than we think they'll use. Right. Just in case. And, you know, worst case scenario, even if, like, you know, even if it costs them money to get the servers out and they ended up overestimating, well, it's not like you have to throw the servers away. You know, they're, they're not they're not dirty now that you've used them. You just move them somewhere else. You use them for, something, yeah. for some other thing. Yeah, you just give them another, another job. Put them yeah. on another... Put them on the next game, you know. Just it, it makes much more sense for for these servers to be, you know, to to uh, be yeah in in large supply as opposed to uh, being you know being not enough servers for everybody to play on. But you know, the, the the one thing that this situation has inspired me to do is just yesterday I went on to, to Gob and downloaded SimCity 2000. Oh, excellent! So uh, I'll get my SimCity fix. Yes, that's that's the best way to get it. Yeah. It costs you like what less than ten bucks. Yeah, six dollars. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, less than ten bucks doesn't require a server. Runs on your your PC and uh, or or Mac because it's available for Mac as well. And uh, yeah, you just you just play and just enjoy. There's no there's no having to worry about lag or server issues or you know not being enough servers or anything like that. So and, and remember, it's in Gog we trust. Indeed, in Gog we do trust. So, moving moving along onto some of the uh, some of the new news this week, new news, new news. Uh, so today it was announced. Uh, Google has Google does this thing every every uh, every so often where they they do a bit of spring cleaning and they uh they they get rid of some of the uh some of the stuff that people aren't really using anymore so to speak okay. uh so they they've just recently decided to do uh do a round of this and um and yeah so today they announced that uh on July 1st of this year they're going to be retiring Google Reader 
So, for those who don't know, Google Reader is an RSS reader. Uh, so, it's a, it allows you to keep up to date with uh, with various websites, uh, blogs, and the like. Uh, it's been in uh, it's been around since about two thousand and five, and yeah, as of uh, in a couple of months, it'll be uh, it'll be gone. So. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, what they're going to be doing now, like, you know, what they, what, what can they do to, you know, to get their RSS feeds and, and that sort of thing. Um, and there's been a few, you know, a few, few, uh, different, uh, variations of the reader, uh, of, uh, RSS readers made, like, suggested for people to use, uh, I mean, I, I don't use Google Reader myself. I, I, I moved off Google Reader a long time ago, and it looks like I made the good decision there. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, I, I've, I haven't used it for quite a while, but it was like, it, it, it has to have been like the most used RSS feed reader on the web, I think. Well, yeah, because it, it's something, that it, it isn't browser specific, and it's not like you don't have to ex- install an extension type thing to use it. You can you can get it mobile. You know, there's there's apps for it. You can directly go to the website. So it's you know something you could have wherever you are, as long as you could log into your account. And you could you know you could check your feeds. Right. So um, I mean, <laughs> somebody decided to uh, on change.org, I've, which uh, you, you hear about every now and then. Uh, it's essentially a petition uh, site. So somebody decided to start a petition to get Google to uh, continue supporting google reader now i I very much doubt that's ever going to happen uh they've asked for fifteen thousand signatures uh and they're about 170 uh away from that that uh that That number number. at this stage but look i i don't i it's one of these things where i think it's just you know google is is just looking after their own interests. Google Reader is one of their, you know, one of their free products. Uh, and RSS is, you know, it like a lot of people do use it, but not, but clearly not enough for them to, you know, want to continue pouring money into it, right. uh, when it, when it doesn't really give them anything back. So, I mean, it's one of those, it's just one of those things where I think that this is probably a good thing for the, for the web as opposed to a bad thing. Uh, one of the bloggers that I read suggested that, you know, now that Google Reader is gone, it means that there's going to be, uh, more incentive for, you know, the various different RSS feed readers, uh, that are out there, like, uh, like, like Reader, uh, like Feedly and that sort of thing to, to, look into new ground to cover, you know, to try to do new things and uh, more interesting things to, you know, to innovate uh, in in this particular field, which is something that hasn't happened a lot recently, right. uh, probably since Google Reader, you know, came to town and, and basically just slaughtered everybody uh, in this particular, in, in this particular uh, area. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... As much as I hate it, that's gone away because, like I said, it is the one that I don't actually I don't know if I said it, but it is the one that I use, and I use it because I can, you know, I can check it when I'm, you know, when I'm on my lunch break at work. I can hit the blog button, you know, little icon I have, and go through and read it. And if I'm, you know, away on a, on a trip somewhere, I can quickly, you know, bring up the bring up the app and and you know, check out the latest thing on 
you know, Gizmodo is or whatever, you know, whatever I happen to want. But I think that the the phone is the reason why it, it's shutting down. Like, so I, I, we don't know how they make their money from, from this, if they do at all. Like, I, I think there are ads, not that I ever see them because I have, you know, ad block on whenever I use these, you know, websites. Right. Right. Um, but I get the feeling that most people nowadays, they don't really ever check their, you know, RSS feeds on their computer. It's going to be, you know, oh, they pull out their phone. That's where they all. That's where they always do it. So they don't need a a version that they can check on the computer. They just want an app that does it for them. Um, Indeed. And and so, like, I, I can, I can, I, I think it's it's a good assumption to make that that's, you know, if, if Google made any money off this, that's the reason why they're not making any more. Yeah. Exactly. Look, I I think that uh, I think that you know. Really, this 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 isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it's, I mean, it's it is kind of annoying, especially for those of uh, those of you <laughs> who are uh, who have to now find somewhere else to take their uh, to take their service services. Uh, I mean, it's it's just it's it's the nature of things. Like, no website is ever going to last forever. Uh, I, you know, things, things like even things like, uh, Facebook and Twitter eventually are going to, uh, to phase out and disappear. Uh, because, you know, things, things always change and that's the nature of, that's the nature of technology. So, uh, if, if you're, if you guys are interested in, in looking into, uh, other, other readers that are available, uh, there are, there are a bunch that are, uh, that are out there. Um, I think it was Ars Technica that was uh, that did a uh, a poll on uh, poll today, which had a list of different uh, f- uh, feed readers. Yes, they did. I've got I've pulled up the article now. Uh, RSS Bandit, News Blur, uh, Google Currents, Feedly. Uh, so that there are a few that don't require Google Reader to actually run. I believe uh, I believe Reader, which is a which is an app for iOS uh, and Mac, I think. Uh, they also uh, have said that you know that they've got things going, uh, so, so something in the works, so that they don't have to uh, have to rely on on Google Reader once it, it's gone. Right. Um, you know, and a lot of people use that to to do uh, to to you know to read the, their their feeds. Uh, I, I, I personally use something called Fever, which is, uh, which is a, a, a small, uh, app that is available. Uh, it's a web, it's a self-hosted, self-hosted web app, uh, that you can use to, to check your, check your feeds. Uh, I, I have a instance of that for myself, which I have, which I, which I have all my feeds in. Uh, it's not really for like, um, archiving. Your, your RSS feeds or anything like that. It yeah. is very opinionated, uh, in, in certain ways. And, uh, you know, it, it works the way that it does. Uh, but I mean, that, that's the one that I, I, I particularly use and I've enjoyed using for the last few years. Uh, so if you, if you're interested in, uh, looking up any of those, uh, just, you know, just, just, uh, search for them on Google. I'll throw a link to both, uh, Fever and the, this, uh, Ars Technica poll into the show notes and, um, yeah, and it, also if, if you guys are using things that aren't Google Reader, we'd, we'd love to hear which one uh, you know you guys like using. So just you know send us a uh, an email or contact us on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus, and and let us know what what your choice is. That's right, indeed. Uh, we're, we're, I'm I'm always happy to to hear about new uh, new software. I like playing with new software. 
So uh, th- there was another thing that happened uh, this w- this week, and in fact, also today. Uh, this morning, I woke up to find out that uh, Ver- the uh, team behind Veronica Mars, uh, the TV show from oh gosh, how long ago was did it air? I don't even remember. Uh, well, I was back in the US at the time, so at least a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, it was it was even longer than that. Um, so mm-hmm. it went it ran from two thousand four to two thousand seven. Mm. Okay. Mm. So almost uh, seven years ago. Yeah. So it it it's been one of those. Uh, it was one of those TV shows that uh, people always assumed that there was going to be a movie, uh, like to to just to top it off, I guess. And uh, you know, and in it had become a bit of a uh, what's the word? It had become a bit of a um, a bit vaporwareish in that, uh, like w- there was all these promises. Always, you know, various you know members of the crew and the cast would bring it up at you know at a <clears throat> at a like a, at an interview or whatever, and right. it, like they would say, "Oh, you know, we want to do it, we want to do it," but it never actually happened. Well, this morning they announced uh, they announced and actually and actually started a uh, a Kickstarter campaign <clears throat> because that's all the rage now, and so that's what all the kids are doing. Yeah, it's all it's what like up until now, like up until now, really, uh, it's been one of those things where uh, a lot of indies do it, like uh, you know the indie movie filmmakers, uh, indie like for doing web 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 series and stuff like that. Uh, you know they they use it to to try and you know to get you know a couple a few grand, ten grand, fifteen grand, whatever, to to produce a movie, uh, and you know and most of them do fairly okay. I would say that it's one of those things, though, that uh, hasn't really kind of hit the big time until this morning. So this morning they la- they launched their Kickstarter campaign with a goal of two million dollars. Now, when you say that, do you have your pinky up in the air? <laughs> million dollars. Two, two million dollars. Uh I, I figure. I figure if we're talking about a show that's seven years old. We'll, we'll make references <laughs> to movies that are even older. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, they they uh, they announced it this morning, uh, our time, and reached their goal of two million dollars within ten hours. That is of, pretty good. So that's that's a lot of money raised in a very short amount of time. So currently they're at uh, just shy of two and a half million dollars, and there is twenty nine days to go on this project. So it's uh, quite a it, it's it. I, I dare say that they're going to make quite a bit more money. Yeah. Now that being said, uh, they are going to get. They, they, I'm not very very happy with with them about this. I, I love I loved Veronica Mars. Uh, don't get me wrong. I re- I really enjoyed the the TV show. And while I never really expected for there to be a movie about uh, about uh, based you know based on on the show, I, you know, and I'm I'm really glad that you know that they've they've actually found a way to be able to do it. But they have. 22 rewards that they are giving away to, to, to various different pledge levels. Uh, all but two of them 
are only available within the US. Okay. So you have to so you have to live in the US because it most of them contain uh contain physical stuff. Right. Not all of them, not all of them. Uh th- th- but they have con- they have physical stuff uh where you you know they they will ship you stuff but they will only ship within the US. And apparently uh apparently the the whole campaign is is limited to the US. So I don't I don't really know exactly what that means. They don't really give any sort of more details other than the fact that you can't I can't like I can't back a project and and have it shipped outside, you know, I can't back it because I can't get any of the the rewards shipped outside of the US or right. at least none of the ones that I want. Uh, you know, I can I can back it for 10 bucks. Uh is is one of the ones that is available to non-US citizens or residents or whatever. Uh $10 will get me a PDF copy of the script. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and of course, I will receive updates just like you do when you uh, back any Kickstarter campaign. All right. So, like, this is, uh, it, you know, okay, fine. That, that's that, that's that makes some amount of sense. But you know, uh, a PDF copy of a script is really only going to going to probably my Dropbox and. Uh, sit there forgotten for you know my entire life uh right so it's it's one of those things where you know if i back a movie right i want to be able to get a a copy of the movie like a digital download or something you know a blu-ray or or whatever uh and i think that's fairly fair but you know a script eh. the other option that i have you're also going to be able to get that script everywhere the second that this is that, right. You know, these as soon as this is, is finished. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as this is finished, you'll be able to find that script on any number of uh script script uh you know distribution websites that you know you just be able to find it for free. Yeah. So the other the other option that I have uh is actually all gone. It was only available to ten backers total. And it basically got you two tickets to the red carpet Veronica Mars movie premiere in Los Angeles. So not only would I have to pledge $3,500, but I would also have to pay for a trip to Los Angeles. Okay. Which would okay. which would probably cost me upwards of, let's see, the last time that I went to, to the States, it cost us around 10 grand in total, I think. So we're looking, we're looking at about $14,000 for me to get involved in the, in the Veronica Mars movie uh, yeah see i mean that's that's i mean that's somewhat fair but i mean I, it's not really something that I, I i'm not keen on i'm not that keen on veronica mars geez and <laughs> and here's you know here's the thing like i do i do really enjoy veronica mars but i i'm not the sort of i'm not going to be i'm not going to give them 50 bucks if i'm not going to get anything out of it like right uh you know that like that that's that's the sort of generosity that I kind of uh, keep for the, you know, for for nonprofit organisations and and uh, f- you know charity drives and stuff like that. You know, it's it's and even then, a lot of the time you you get stuff out of it, like you you buy the chocolates or the pies or the whatever, and you get yeah. something out of it. And this yeah, is like, like, this, yeah, it's, it's just, not giving you they're not giving you tickets to see the movie. You know, you're not even getting that. Like if you want to see, you'll still have to pay to to you know either buy the movie online or to see it in theater. So, you know, even if you did give them 50 bucks, 
you know, and, and not for one of those things, you'd still have to spend another, you know, what, 20 bucks on top of that to actually see it. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there are other there are other backing rewards, uh, none of which are available outside of the United States. Uh, you know, uh, there is there's you can get a DVD or Blu-ray uh, of the movie, digital version of the movie. There's T-shirts, there's posters, there's uh, voice uh, video greetings, voicemail messages uh, recorded by the cast. There's uh, you know the ability to be an extra in the movie and all that sort of stuff. None of which are available to people outside of the United States. I just, I think that this is, this is the sort of thing that just kind of ties into the, you know, my big rant about uh, content distribution that I've, I've, you know, had over the last several podcasts. Yeah, it's just not right. I, I'm not like, I, I'm just not going to be backing this at all. Um, as much as I want to see Veronica, like this, this movie succeed, uh, then it's just going to have to do it without my money because I'm not I'm not willing to put money towards something that just completely you know disregards all, you know a, a huge number of its fans. And, it's just and how you know, it, like th- there's an easy thing they can do to get you to give money and give and give you something back. They can say, you know, fifteen bucks plus you know ten bucks for international shipping and you get a poster. Right. You know See, what I mean? They, and this is the thing. That's, that's, that's easy to print, easy to ship. They, they, any number of these things could be shipped outside of the United States. There is, there is several uh, low-cost uh, like backed rewards for things like a digital version of the movie, uh, plus a T-shirt, plus the sh- PDF of the shooting script. Uh, plus a or a physical and a physical DVD, and then you know the v- official Veronica Mars movie poster. All of these things they're going to be distributed anyway, but because of whatever reason, because of whatever reason, they're not making them available outside of the states. Even though all that they would need to do really do is just basically make people pledge another extra fifteen dollars or whatever, like. Basically, every other Kickstarter does when they, for, you know, that's based in the US. It's just silly. It's really, really just, ah, uh, no, no. Yeah. Not, not happy. Not happy at all. Uh, anyway, to, you know, to the people behind this movie and the people that are going to be working on it, good luck. I hope you do well, but, you know stuff you (laughs) just like you know that's just not that's not this is not on i'm not you know i I don't i don't rate this sort of behavior it's just not fair to any of uh, any any of the fans really it doesn't get the jelly seal of approval it does not get the jelly seal of approval that being said, I will probably go and watch the movie when it does uh, when it does get released here in Australia because, like I said, I'm I like I do enjoy my Veronica Mars, but uh, but you know uh, I'm not going to be I'm not going to back the movie so just you know just so that they can have a bit of extra money they're not <laughs> they can do that without me uh, you know they don't require me to do that and I'm certainly not going to do it without having at least some reward in return and i'm right. you know i don't consider the the warm fuzzy feeling that i get for because i know that the the you know they had you know an extra 35 bucks or whatever i don't consider that you know 
worth worth it. So you know, I I just thought if they're listening, I just have another uh, reward they can give out that would be right. perfect. You pledge at least you know ten dollars, and you get your name in the credits at the end. It just says thanks to all our our backers. You right. know what I mean? And, and See, there you that go. would make you know, it. That would make it fine. Like I, I would, per- I would be perfectly happy to have my name in the credits for for ten bucks. Like I, I just yeah, it's this is one of those things where I don't. It's just I don't think it's gonna ha- actually any of it's gonna like ha- happen. They're not gonna. They don't consider their fans outside of the United States, and it's just it's it's just I I don't think it's acceptable. Yeah, not well, not you know, in this day and age. When when we get approached for when someone wants to kickstart the Jillian Bean movie, the true story, um, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that they make that there are proper, uh, you know, levels for uh, international people as well. Right. I tell you what, anything, any any stuff that I, any content that I'll be putting together is going to be distributed exactly the way that I want everything else to be distributed. Internationally, cheaply, easy to easy to get. That's how I roll. Word. So so moving moving on, uh what what else have we got today? Well well, I don't know if you heard, but Microsoft got into a bit of trouble in Europe. Oh, they always get into trouble in Europe. Uh, those that rascally Microsoft. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, if you remember a while back, uh, Microsoft uh, ran into s- some antitrust issues with the European Union. Um, right. And one of the results of that was Microsoft agreed that when I guess when you know you first started up the OS, it would present you a, a choice of web browsers and say you know. Okay. Which one of these would you like to install? You know, it says Firefox, Chrome, Opera, Internet Explorer, and Safari. Well, for about, let's see, for about a year, uh, from May 2011 until July 2012, um, the, the, the ballot screen just never came up. Um, now, Microsoft hasn't tried to pretend like it didn't happen. They said, oh, yeah, it was, it was a technical issue. You know, like, you know, yes, our fault, we, we screwed up. Um, the, the EU is, has still decided to fine them 561 million euros because of it. Ouch. So that's, that's 732 million US dollars. So that that's is a lot of money. That is, that is quite a bit of money. <laughs> um, that is a lot of money. That is, that is a, a lot of money for, for like a technical error. Poor Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and, and like Microsoft, uh, tr- you know, like they of course, you know, tried to come up with other options, and rather than paying it, they said, "Oh, we can, we'll keep the ba- you know, the browser bailed up for another fifteen months." You know, like try to try to because it was, I think, I guess it was a time limited thing. Like they had to do it for you know, X years, I guess. Right. Um, but at, at this point, they, they just said, "No, no, pay us the money." <laughs> um, but you know, it's one, it's one of those things. Like I, I understand s- sort of why they, you know, they're they're trying to say. You know, Microsoft. You know, you're you're big. You know, you you are essentially you know the biggest OS. You know, Windows is the biggest OS in the world. You can't force people to use Internet Explorer. But that being said, I, I don't think anyone ever buys Windows and says, "Oh, I'm so surprised that I got Internet Explorer with it." Like it's it's a Microsoft product. You're going to get them together. But and just Microsoft like never, how 
Just like how you, when you buy an Apple, you get Safari. Exactly. Like, I, I feel like it's only because they're big that they can be fine like this, but it should be one of those things, if it's wrong for Microsoft to do it, shouldn't it be wrong for Apple to do it? Shouldn't it be wrong for Chromebooks to ship with only Chrome? Yeah, I mean, well, Chrome's Chrome Chromebooks are in for a bit of a struggle if they you know have to have to uh, provide different browser options. They don't really, uh, given how how deeply integrated it is. But I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of the, one of those things where it's because Microsoft has one of the well, the most uh, popular desktop OS. And I use the word popular for uh, uh, because there's a lack of, of an actual word to, to use uh, in this it's, instance. It's the, just most used. The most used, yeah. That's probably more more accurate. Uh, like, it's, it's the most used OS that's out there. So, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, because, because of that status, they have to do certain things to make sure that, you know, uh, that, you know, that uh, people realize that there's other options out there. Uh, in the case of things like Mac OS, um, it's not used in like government offices or workplaces or anything like that. Uh, it's, it's most, well, I mean, not, 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 for the most part, anyway, it's like Safari is used and OS X is used, uh, you know, on, on mostly on personal machines or or Macs and that sort of thing, like and that sort of stuff. Uh, there is a lot more machines out there that that use Windows, and therefore there is a lot more reason for Microsoft to uh, have to provide this, uh, you know, th- this option to to to, s- to select a browser at uh, at launch. But it's one thing. I think the people who would use the other browsers are the type who would have just gone to the website anyway. Yeah, I you think know, like, I think like, that that's the that's the point though, because um, because IE's had so many security issues and stuff over the over the last few years, you know, because of various different uh, various different reasons and uh, over the various different uh, versions that are were available. Because of that, you know, it's it's one of those things where they want to. I think the European Union is trying to get, uh, make it so that, like, your regular users are actually aware of things like uh, Google Chrome or or Firefox or Oprah, uh, or Opera rather. Uh, Oprah. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a fun browser. It's all free. <laughs> Look under your seats and you get a free car. Uh, free cars for everyone. <laughs> nice. Look, I, I just think it's one of those things well, where... I just want to pause you there and say that should be our show title. Free, <laughs> free cars for everyone. <laughs> free cars for everyone. Indeed. Uh, actually, the, and the, the image that's popping into my head, have you ever seen that, that the, the gif of, uh, bees. of bees? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> bees for everyone, yes. For, for those of you who haven't seen it, Google it. Just, just We'll throw it in the show notes. Yeah. I'm 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 searching for it right now. There it is. <laughs> B. <laughs> oh, guys, it's the greatest. You'll enjoy it. It is so good. Uh, so, all right. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I think I think you know it's it's one of those things where uh, Microsoft really should 
uh, provide a browser choice for f- like when it comes to uh, people installing the OS. That being said, uh, you know, sure, I think maybe that it's probably a good idea for, you know, um, companies like Apple uh, to do it uh, in their operating systems as well. But it's not going to happen uh, unless they're forced to do it because it's not in their interest to do that. Right. Uh, and I think... I think that that's possibly part of the reason why uh, the European Union has just gone ahead and said that, uh, you know, they have to pay this fine. It's possibly because you can't really know Microsoft's intentions with this. They can say that that it was uh, not intentional, but that doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't. Well, I think because one of the things that they suggest that they'd be willing to do is to keep doing it for another 15 months. Right. Like, I think if that was the case, they would have said, oh, it's not intentional, so we shouldn't have to be, you know, nothing should happen to us. But they're saying, like, it was intentional, but, it, like, our bad. Here's how we'll make up for it. Yep. Um, because, I mean, obviously, I think it's a, it's a bigger risk for them to, to pay, you know, almost, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars and still have possibly have other things happen to them as well, you know. Like, no one's saying that you can't just turn around and say, no, you paid us some money, you still have to keep it on for another 15 months. You know what I mean? Like, they could, they could easily tell them to do both. Indeed. So, I, I think it's one of those things, like, if they did do it intentionally, it was a silly thing, because I think the risk was too... You know, the the risk of, of them being punished for it is, is, is bigger than the reward they get for for not, you know, for not following the the agreement. Indeed. And look, I I have to be have to be honest. Like I I'm not surprised that they've stuck to the stuck to their guns about this. Uh, you just have to look at the issues that Apple had in uh, in Europe recently. Uh, so they had they were, because of all the the um, lawsuits that are going on between them and Samsung at the moment. Uh, I think it was a few months ago that they had to they were required by the European Union European Union. Blah, European Union to uh, to basically you know include a, a statement on their website uh, that you know basically said that you know the uh, certain Samsung tablets, uh, the Galaxy Ten something, uh, didn't you know weren't ripped off of uh, of the iPad and all that sort of stuff, which was a completely different uh, sentence than what and uh, what happened in the. American courts, where it was, you know, went went completely the other way. Right. So they 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 did it. They tried to get around it a couple of ways, as only Apple can. Uh, their first attempt was to basically turn some of what the judge said into a like basically a statement, and you know what they were supposed to say into a statement that said something completely different. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of served their own purposes. Right. Uh, which is, which was a nice little bit of uh, legal uh, loopholing uh, that that they did. Uh, that didn't go down very well. Uh, they were they were forced to change it. So the second thing that they did was that they put the link to the to the like the illustration, not the illustration, the you know the the text. Uh, they they put the link to that. Uh, at the bottom of the page, and then made it so that the the image that they have on the front page uh, resized dynamically, so that the link was never actually visible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so that didn't that also didn't go down very well. Uh, so then they eventually just had to uh, suck it up and just you know, make it make it normal. You know, and it's one of those funny things. I think if any other company did that, like we would all be talking about how terrible that company is <laughs> and how how they're you know how they're flouting the you know the the justice system. But with Apple, you just kind of laugh and you go, "Oh, Apple!" You're but it's, so, it's one of those things so because because it's because of the the uh, the verdict that happened on basically the same case, but in the US, turned out very very differently. Like I think that they, like you know, it's it's in their interest to find like, and it's been proven time and time again, right? And this is why uh, Apple won the case about the the Galaxy, uh, some of the Samsung phones and, and tablets that were out, uh, you know, being essentially ripoffs of of Apple products. Uh, you know, it's it's been shown that you know Samsung did actually copy Apple on a lot of these things, and. You know, it it's one of those things where I think they just kind of felt that you know it was an un, unfair sentence, and I mean, and and exactly the same as Microsoft in this case, where you know, let's you know, they didn't quite quite do it the same way. Uh, you know, they they didn't quite do it quite so uh, snarkily, I guess. They you know they they offered up as alternative solutions, but in exactly the same way that. Apple was forced to do the uh, do exactly you know as per the letter of the you know the request. Uh, so has Microsoft. Unfortunately, in this particular case, it cost them seven hundred and thirty-two million US dollars. Yeah, which is a lot of money. See, now I think what they should do is instead of marketing when they sell Windows, they shouldn't sell Windows. They should sell it's Windows and Internet Explorer. Right. And that's the only way you can buy it is, is in, a, in a, a dual pack like that. Right. So that way, you know, they can say, oh, well, you're, you're buying Internet Explorer. Why wouldn't we install it for you? You know what I mean? Indeed. <clears throat> but who knows? I don't know. I just, I feel like there's <laughs> enough hatred for Internet Explorer out there that a lot of people would, uh, would choose a different uh, operating system just because <laughs> of that. Just because of the name on there? <laughs> just because it now has its name on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Or how about they, they get called every, every edition of Windows would be like Windows, like, you know, Extreme Edition now with Internet Explorer pre-installed. Because or, they need longer names on their, yeah, on exactly. their products. You know, Windows uh, Extreme Edition Pro XP with Internet seven. Explorer 7. Emmy and it's edition. not Internet Explorer 7. It's yeah. the se- 7 is the version of the operating the system. system. It's just right. the with it. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> uh, Microsoft, you rascally, <laughs> rascally wabbit. Anyway, so on to uh, onto actual Apple news, I hear. Oh, well, I mean, you could think of it as Apple news, but I, I oh, prefer I... to think of it as Amazon news. See, I think of it as Apple news because it's the, the article that we're going to be linking to in the show notes actually uh, is about Apple as opposed to uh, Amazon well, you know what? The last thing we talked about was about Microsoft, and yet you still brought that back to Apple. So I don't oh, think it matters. I, I, can, I don't think I can, it matters what was in the article that we're going to post. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so okay, tell, well, tell me what happened. Okay. Well, essentially, the news is that um, Apple, much like Amazon, I think, uh, somewhat recently, I don't, I don't actually remember when because I'm terrible with dates, uh, has has filed for a patent 
that essentially deals with the, the resale of digital content. So right. ebooks and music and that kind of thing. Um, w- which I think is interesting. And of course, I, I guess I think we want to preface this whole conversation by saying that just because they've patented it doesn't mean anything is going to happen because of it. Right. You know, co- companies patent everything they can possibly patent. You know, any, any idea they have, they, they make sure to patent it just in case. Um, yeah, so because those, that way, that way they can uh, they can stop other people from from doing the same thing. Right. So you know, even, you know, let's say they let's say they both get the patents and everyone goes, you know, swimmingly for them. This could still never happen. Right. But they they can have a patent on it, but you know, they don't use it for anything. Um. But but okay. So essentially, what what Apple wants to do is that the system would involve something where. Whenever you, you know, download a file, it's got you know it's got some sort of DRM in it, and it has um, user information as part of the file. Right. So it says, you know, according to the article, because when the file is given or resold to another user, the ownership of the data would change, and the original purchaser would no longer be able to access the file. Only the new owner would be able to open it. Okay. Um, which, which would would stop some of the worries a lot of people have about this is that you know. You know, say I wanted to, to sell you an ebook. Well, why, why wouldn't I just make a copy before I gave you the ebook? And that way, I yep. have my own. But this is saying, like, no, 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 you can't do that because you know, the, you know, that old user data isn't really valid anymore. Yeah. See, I, I feel like this is something that they've already done. I'm, I'm looking through my iTunes list at the moment to try and uh, find something that I've actually purchased from, uh, from iTunes to try and. Uh, figure it out but i'm i'm fairly certain that at some stage they had drm uh on all the songs and stuff that you purchased through itunes which uh which showed up in yeah so uh i've just looked up a a, like a track that i have uh on my on my computer indiana jones uh end credits for the temple of doom (laughs) beautiful track uh, so in here, like I've opened up the, the, uh, like the little information box in here and it says purchased by Daniel Farrelly, Apple ID, and then it lists my Apple ID and has the purchase date there. So this is something that they've already, like that they've already partially implemented, I think. Uh, in this case, I don't think it matters that I can, like, I, I'm fairly certain that, you know, in order for me to play that, I actually need to, like, I need to approve the system. Like you, you, there's a. There's a thing that you go through with with Apple, so you can uh, yeah, author, think, authorize a computer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you'd authorize yeah. and deauthorize computers, and so as long as the computer is author- authorized, it can play any of the content that you buy from with what well, that particular Apple ID, uh, and you can uh, you can authorize up to five computers to play, uh, and I don't think that includes things like your iPhone or or like an Apple TV or anything like that. All right. So. It's partially in effect already, so really this is just basically suggesting that they're going to go take it. They could take it a step further and make it possible for you to essentially sell that uh, copy on uh, and and not have it anymore. Essentially, which let's be honest, I'll, I'm I would be I would be right behind. Uh, I bought a slew of uh, sound. Uh, sound. I, I brought, brought a. Yes, they were sound. I bought sound. I bought a slew of, uh, of of music like tracks uh, for our wedding last year, 
that's mine and Mel's wedding, not your your and mine wedding. That's, that's yeah, coming we didn't, up. We didn't buy any music for that. Yeah, yeah, we, we didn't. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I bought a bunch of a uh, bunch of songs of iTunes for for that because we we offered uh, you know, our, our guests a, a song request, right? And uh, several, quite a lot of them I had to had to purchase, but also quite a lot of them I'm never going to listen to again. Uh, not because I don't appreciate the the thought of some of them, but just because you know, terrible. Some of them are just not my my thing, right? Uh, and we you know we played them for the guests, and the guests loved them, but I'm I'm not really going to listen to them again. Uh, you know, there's one in there by Ricky Lee of all of all people. She's really not my type. Uh, so, you know, it's it's just one of those things where I think you know that that sort of thing is probably a good thing. You know, it's 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 always nice to be able to uh, to be able to sell on the things that you don't you don't need anymore, right? Uh, and get you know get some a, a little bit of money back for it, even if it's only like in this particular case it would only be like you know less than a buck. Uh, but you know, I I have no need for it anymore, so why not? Why not allow me to get that uh, some of that money back? Yeah. Well, see, I think you could put systems in place to do that, but but then you run into issues like why why would you ever buy the song new? You know, for the same reason that anybody would buy, uh, you know, the the original copy of physical media, uh, and not necessarily because you know the 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 a new copy is less scratched or anything like that, because obviously that doesn't happen with digital versions. Uh, given that even the version that they got would just be a copy of the data with uh, with specific DRM in place. It would just be because there would only be a certain amount of these uh, available out there, right? Right. But So but eventually I- you'd have to buy the original copy. Yeah. Well, and it could also be are, that- Are you even going to run into that? Like, how can you run into that situation with digital? Because there, there isn't a finite supply of, you know, that copy of that MP3. Yeah, but there's only going to be a finite cop- There's going to be a finite amount uh, purchased, right? Yeah. You know, they might sell, you know, 7 million copies of a particular song, but even if they sell 7 million copies of that particular song, only 7 million are going to be available to buy, uh, to buy secondhand. And that's assuming that everybody, every single person wants to sell, to uh, resell it. Yeah. Essentially, so I, it's one of those things where I think you know, you know, and there are other ways that they can they can uh, put that into place. So rather than you know, rather than making it available to you know, just so you can purchase things through like an online store or something, you know, re- repurchase uh, pre-loved digital tracks, you, they can just make it. Uh, they they could just make it so that you have to like know somebody that you're purchasing the music from, uh, or you know make it so that it's it costs the same amount to actually purchase uh, secondhand content because it's not like you, I mean, and in that particular case, it's not a terrible. That's not a terrible thing because it's not like you're going you you're running the risk of getting a game that's, uh, you know, scratched or right. uh, or in some way defective because of its second hand you're essentially getting a new copy of the song the only the only second hand bit is the drm yeah well you know i feel like it's gonna if they do implement a system like that i think it'll work a lot better in the the ebook market than in than with music right you know because it's not often like yeah like you have a you know the situation with your wedding like it is a situation but i don't think there's many like that where you go i want to temporarily course. listen to this cd 
Right. You know, usually you get it because you like it and you'll listen to it, you know, a million times and then you'll never listen to it again, but you, you don't want to get rid of it just in case you, you feel like listening to it. Right. But with, with ebooks, you might go, oh, well, I want to read that new, you know, Stephen King novel and you'll read it and you'll go, oh, that was good. And then that's it. You know, you'll go, oh, right. well, if I can, if I can sell it back. Or, or essentially, what I, what I think would be a better system for that is, is, is essentially like rental for ebooks. Yeah, you know, like, if a, it cost, like a digital library. Exactly. So if if it costs you know ten bucks to to keep forever, maybe they they sell it to you know or they they you know that you pay a dollar and you get it for a month. Mm. You know you know what I mean? Like enough time for you to read it, but it's still exp- you know it's still pricey enough that you're not going to just keep renting it forever. You're going to right. You know because if you're going to you, you might as well pay the ten bucks and get it permanently. You know. You know what would be really really good in that situation. If you could do a thing where, you know how we've got currently got like uh, subscription services for music and they have a library of music that you can just listen to any of it uh, right. at any time. Yeah. That, but with books. Yeah, I think that would be good because there's a lot of people who do nothing but read in their free time. That, that would be the perfect thing for them. Right. And so, you know, you could... Uh, like, and you could put limits on limits on it, so that you know that they can only get a certain amount of, uh, you know, so that by paying you get a certain amount of uh, benefit. Yeah, like, you, like get, you get ten bucks a month or something like that. Or, yeah, right. Or- yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you you pay you pay like fifteen bucks and you get, uh, you get the, you get free access to the library, uh, and the so the library's um, got you know however many hundreds of thousands of books available uh, digitally. And uh, so you can download and you can download any of those, uh, like any of those books for, you know, up to like say 10, 10 books in a month. And uh, those books are available for a certain amount of time. So you have when once you download it, you can read it for up to thirty days. So or up, rather up until the end of the month, uh, or like or, or you know for a month, was uh, right. in, in at which time it will basically disappear. So that's that's kind of how uh, the the second kind of part of that. So is is kind of how iTunes works when you rent movies and stuff. See, uh, when you rent a movie from iTunes, you get. Uh, you get thirty days to 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 watch it, right. and then once you start watching it, you get like forty eight hours or something to finish it, and then it it just disappears, and it's not available. Like you can't, and you know, I I've never been able to find the actual, not that I've ever tried, but yeah, I've y- y- it's not possible to find the actual file on the system or anything like that. There, right. it's hidden. Y- your and your friend and, who's gone looking hasn't found it. Yeah, right. Uh, my friend who has gone looking never found the uh, the copy of the the digital file. I mean, it's it's a, that's a fairly interesting you know thing to 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 do is to you know try and see if it's easy to get through that. Uh, not so much. So there's no reason why something like that couldn't be put in place with a digital a digital library. Right. Maybe that's maybe that's that should somebody should do that and patent that. Mm, I've just basically. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it is patented already. Who knows? Yeah, and well, I'm, well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't already. It's just one thing that I'm surprised that no one's come out there and said, "Look, you know, we've we've made this deal where you know we can get more books out, but at a cheaper price, and you just have to give us guaranteed payment." You know, Amazon, Amazon, you can have this 
free this this idea that we've just come up with free free of charge free of charge as long as you make it you you abide by the rules that we that we we like to abide by here on jelly and bean by making things cheap free uh free to everybody and easy to use well, not really free to everybody, but open to everybody. Open to everybody. That's, I mean, that's free what, that's what I meant. Nice, but you know, we don't expect that. <laughs> cheap. Uh, the, the, you know, that's what I meant. You know, cheap, open to everybody, and uh, easy to use. It's yours. Either that, or I'll send it. Send an email to Apple and get them to. They can. They can <laughs> implement it. They've already get done half of it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So that's uh, that's pretty much all we have time for today. Hmm. Hmm. So if you would like to, uh, if you would like to read any of the show notes that we have prepared for you, you can do so. They are at on our website at jillianbean.co forward slash sixteen, because today is the sixteenth episode. How crazy! Hmm. It's nuts! It's crazy! Crazy nuts! Crazy nuts! You can get in contact with us as well. Uh, we are available by email. You can jump on the website and send an email from there. Uh, just go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. You can also contact us on Twitter. Brandon is available at brandroidattack and I am at jellybeansoup. Thanks, guys, for listening. It's been a great episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Jelly and Bean. Bye. Bye.